two opinionated women with strong views they aren't afraid to express chat loudly about current affairs, families, life, and everything else that's on their minds. Perry Wise Women, the podcast, is Kelly Finlayson and Jackie Matthews laughing, sharing, and sometimes crying their way into listeners' hearts and minds. Join Kelly and Jackie and their occasional guests for a weekly escape from reality to their zany world on the Ballerine Peninsula in Victoria, Australia. Hi, Cal. How are you going? Good, Jack. Here we are again on a Sunday afternoon hanging out together. I know, in virtual mm. world, which is great. <laughs> I know. I know because, well, I live in Bowen Head, so um, I'm not allowed out anyway. So. Oh, yes, yes, true, <laughs> true. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what's been happening? Anything exciting? Well, um, no, Well, because now Austin's back home, so... Um, with the, the current lockdown, because we're in Bowen Heads, one person can leave the house a day. Oh. So yesterday, he goes out without, we didn't talk about it, like, <laughs> he went out and got his takeaway food and got his cans of scotch and coke and, and came home and I'm like, dude. <laughs> Where's oh my, my goodness. Yeah, where's my wine? Absolutely. <laughs> lucky there's a bottle in the fridge and lucky I have a freezer full of food. <laughs> so, yeah, but anyway. Oh, um, well, anyway, yeah. well, we've got, um, we've got a, a good guest today, a, um, an interesting do. topic, a really great yes. topic, which is something that we've wanted to talk about for a long time but just mm. haven't had anyone that's um, willing to come on. So I'll give you the honour of introducing our guest today. Thanks. Today we have with us Jen Cromarty, who is a business leader in the Geelong business community. So we're very privileged today to have her join us and share her stories, um, menopause and mainly HRT, because that was what brought Jen to my attention, was the article in the Geelong Addy that during COVID-19, the supplies of HRT pretty much dried up. Is that correct, Jen? Yeah, I'm happy to share all the details, but essentially there's a, a range of products that aren't available anywhere and it's apparently global. So it was quite um, quite a shock to find that out, that in this day and age that there are certain oh. products you can't get at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, I do know one of the medications that my gynecologist put me on was transemic acid and I didn't realize how important it was for my menopausal body until the chemist said I'm really sorry it, we, it's nowhere in Australia um, we can't find it anywhere <laughs> okay so that sort of shifted a few things in my body but for you to go without your now do you have patches or how do you how, how do you I, I don't understand anything about um, hormone replacement therapy. So swing away, Jen, and then let us. Do I? So <laughs> I mean, essentially, so I'll just I'll just go back a step and say that um, yeah. it was during the last lockdown. I started feeling really unwell, and I wasn't sleeping, and I was really anxious, and then I started having these sort of things that I assumed were what hot flushes were, and I thought, oh my gosh, this makes sense. So I remember um, at the time, not only was it really difficult because I couldn't sleep, that was the main thing, and then it sort of kept feeding in itself. The more you couldn't sleep, the more anxious you get, the more hot flushes. So there was a period of two or three weeks where it was pretty intolerable, actually. And then 
because of the lockdown, I had to do telehealth with my GP and actually my normal GP was on holidays as well. So I had that mm. to contend with, but had the telehealth. Um, they said, well, you've got to get a blood test. So I had to go and get the blood test. So it took about 10 days, I think, in all to just even get to the point where they said, look, you are menopausal, but you're also lacking vitamin D, but here's the script. So I went into the doctor, talked me through it. I said, look, just give me anything. I can't sleep. <laughs> you know, this is really intolerable. And it was just before the long weekend in June. And I thought, I just can't go through another weekend without sleeping properly. But essentially, I then just went on a Friday afternoon to a really big chemist in Geelong. And this woman was just delightful when I went in and really tried to help me. But she said, there's none of this product, which was Estradot. Like, there's none. She said, you can't get it anywhere. There's just, there's a whole range of different. She said, well, I can't really help you other than, um, look, ring your GP. And she actually was actually going through menopause as well. So when we were talking, she shared her journey and she said, look, I've got some friends who really have loved this herbal remedy called Promensal. So it's pretty expensive in some ways. I think it's like, you know, 50 or 60 bucks for a month What was the name of that again, Jen? Promensil, so P-R-O-M-E-N-S-I-L. And she just said, look, just just take this. I know I was just, she could just see I was beside myself. I was like, I've gone through this whole thing, finally got the script from my GP and turned up and there's none of it, which surprised me, number one, the GP wasn't aware, but also that um, it hadn't been publicly discussed because I thought, isn't this like a normal thing that women would need? So Mm. you'll probably laugh about some of the stuff that I did next. But anyway, I rang my GP, couldn't get through. left a message, rang my husband, went, oh, my gosh, you know, lost it a bit because, you know, I was upset. And then, um, funnily enough, I was talking to Chris Cousins, a member for Geelong, on another matter, and I told her, and she went, that's outrageous. You know, she rang the federal government. So, look, anyway, the whole afternoon became this kind of outrage afternoon. Um, That notwithstanding, my GP did get back to me with a different type of product called San, well, I've got it here, it's called Sandrina Estradiol or something. But I can tell you, I was just, I was just so distressed, to be honest, about the whole thing. Um, When I got this script, which came through by text message, because I couldn't see him. um, Yeah, I, I sort of looked it up on the internet, and it was just a different type of product, it had different type of application. And I was talking to my husband, and I said, it just sounds, I'm just a bit stressed about all of it. So I thought, why don't I give the herbal stuff a go? So that's a long story to say I'm not on HRT. I've been taking this Promensal for oh. a, a couple of months now. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not, and I've actually spoken to heaps of women about all of this, by the way. So lots of women I've spoken to in the last few months. And it's sort of 50 50. Some women, it affects them deeply. They love HRT. Some don't have too many symptoms. Um, other women have gone herbal completely and have been really enjoying that. So I thought we'll give it a go. So anyway, I'm happy to talk about what my experience has been on on the herbal, but um, I've still got this script because I said um, I think it takes like a month to take effect or something, and I thought, well, mm. we don't have a month. We don't have no, a month. No, we don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's my life. Just, I just, no, I can imagine. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, look, and again, my I even spoke to the chair of my board about all of this too and he was just fantastic and all my staff and, you know, I spoke yeah. to most people because it really it was the combination of um and look i have no issue talking about what you'd call women's issues my gosh i've had women's issues all my life and been quite open about things that have happened to me but um yeah i think it was the shock of the product not being available that it was global that it's still not available i had a look a week or so ago um they're expecting i think supplies to come through in august or something like that but 
I just thought, how is this, number one, not an issue? Why aren't people talking about it? I do not understand, um, and I don't think I'm being naive, but I do think that it's a normal thing, obviously, that women go through. But I think it's understanding the effect it can have and how do you actually keep an even keel and, and keep your work life if you're working or, you know, regardless of if you're working in a, in a paid position or not, how do you actually keep functioning if you aren't getting the appropriate treatment and if you're not even coming out and explaining what the different treatments are? Yeah. So I ended up a Google person, I can tell you now. Well, it's funny that Jack and I had coffee last week with the guy who does a lot of our um, audio for us and and he sent through a, a media clipping of how long can employers look after their menopausal employees was pretty much. And I thought, that's I mean, me because I'll be at work and I'll be sitting there and, and I've just started a new job in, in February. So it's not corporate. I'm working for Peace of Mind Foundation. So you know, we're supporting brain cancer patients and their families. So this whole, I've flipped my entire career to it's all about the people. It's not about the money or the, you know, the sponsorships. I mean, I have to bring money in because they need money. But I found for the first three to four months, and I know when you start a new job, you have brain fog anyway, but I couldn't remember a thing. I'd look in my diary and think, oh, Oh, I didn't remember that person called me like two hours ago. So <laughs> it's just bizarre. So um, thank you. I'm going to get this herbal mix tomorrow because well, I, I don't just... want to be on HRT at all, at all. I don't like putting anything like that into my body. Well, look, and I, again, I've spoken, as I said, to women who love it. Um, I know I won't call out everyone I've spoken to obviously but even my daughters I spoke to my daughter one of my daughters is um 31 and she's not she doesn't like the pill or anything like that you know mm. we were having a chat about it so to me I think it's you obviously make decisions that are right for you and I know there's women who for example are suffering from bone density issues so osteoporosis early onset and HRT is really good for them for that whereas I don't have bone oh. density issues at all okay. I've got yeah, ridiculous right heavy thick bones I think from playing netball for years you kind of I don't know you, you work your muscles a lot it's really important to keep the exercise yeah. up but all I was going to say is that whether it was partly um you know my body just decided to understand what was going on uh, I reckon within about a month at least I started sleeping a bit better so that that was the main thing for me and um you know I, even if it wasn't every night it might be I'll have two or three nights in a row where I wake up a bit and it's a bit terrible then I'll get a run of a three or four nights where I do sleep. And that's enough yeah. for me. Notwithstanding, I know other women have had stories where, you know, the hot flushes have been so unbearable that they're just dripping sweat and all this stuff and they're trying to actually function as professional right, yeah. environment where they're dripping sweat. So I thought, how have I not, number one, known about this? Number two, the herbal stuff, the issue I've got, I think now is the cost. And I'm saying I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm well paid in my work. You know, I'm, I'm not struggling, but I think, wow, if if other women don't have that choice, it's not in the, you know, the, the pharmaceutical benefits scheme or anything like that. So HRT, for example, I was actually just looking at it. This script is like $22 for five repeats. And I'm just having a look and I don't know how many months that is. But, you know, yeah. I think I got the other day was 60 or $70 just for this, I think, one month supply or something. For the herbal? I'm pretty sure. I'd have a look. It's either one. Or, yeah, it's it's. 
yeah, it might be like a dollar a day or something like that. But yeah. that being said, that to me shows some inequity in terms of how are we actually giving women choice to actually yeah. make you know decisions that are good for them and right for the body. Why wouldn't yeah. that sort of remedy actually be part of um, what the government can help support? So I haven't spoken to anyone about that before, but I think that to me has just been really surprising, the shortage. And if there's a shortage and there's an option and the option is really expensive, what, yeah. what does that mean for women who maybe can't afford it you know that's right and and there's side effects with the hormone replacement therapy that are different in every single woman Absolutely. so we like can't the- talk to each other about it because it affects each of us so differently yeah. and menopause affects so many women differently from all the stories i've heard too you know what what their yeah. symptoms were for me it was the sleep and anxiety which is something i have never really experienced at that level before you know i've had some times in my life that have been pretty traumatic let's say where i've had to deal with stress and anxiety but this is like you can't there's n- nothing i could do to control it you know and you'd wake yeah. up and it's like horrific. You know, it was like having constant panic attacks in my world. You know, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I can't sleep. I can't. Yeah, the brain fog yeah. you mentioned, Kelly, I, yes. I say it was part of just not sleeping. You know what I mean? It would be, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. getting things. I had to take time off. So I, I, I can't say which one fed into the other. And, and the other thing that really mm. riled to is generally the lack of medical research into women's health issues and the, the lack of understanding of something as as simple I would think as menopause, which is yeah. something every woman by none would go through. And and knowing that I've had a lot of other health issues, I had adamiosis and I've had to have a hysterectomy and you know it took me years to get diagnosed and multiple surgeries and different treatments and I've had the whole lot. And I'm thinking, how come we don't know this? How do women go number one through a life where you're treated for so many different things that they're treating the symptoms and not the cause? Then you get to something like menopause where people are misdiagnosed repeatedly. So mm-hmm. there was an incredible article on the ABC, I think the day after oh, the, the Addy article appeared, just women yeah. have been misdiagnosed for 10 years and we're on antidepressants and marriages broke up. And I'm like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been, I was put on antidepressants. Years ago, but well, not years ago, but that it was before menopause. And I think having been on them, they kind of helped me with the start of menopause. But then, I mean, Jack knows there'd be days I would just, I'd call her and just be in tears because I'd been up all night. I, well, she'd, I'd send her emails in the middle of the night because that's when I was sitting there crying and being very perimenopausal. I've been working at three and four in the morning. People who yeah. know that emails from me they're like are you all right and I'm like oh, <laughs> no <laughs> but I'm working no, now do you think I am <laughs> well do you know my sister my older I've got two older sisters and I can't even look at them for guidance because they both went through it differently to me and my second older sister um they just put her in for a hysterectomy they just thought back, like, she's um, 13 years older than me. So, and she was in her late 40s. And that's how they thought it would fix it. Oh, how um, traumatic. No, and it's just ripping out. Absolutely. And my hysterectomy story is probably slightly different to that. But um, but because they were able to hold on to my ovaries, I didn't go into, you know, surgically induced menopause, which is incredibly yeah. traumatic. So that was really yeah. thrilling have that happen to me yes oh yeah yeah um yeah she turned into a bitch and i mean it almost overnight 
she because I was up there looking after her and I was just yeah I it was a different woman and I thought oh she's just mad at her husband you know oh whatever but now that I'm getting to understand this stage of life because it is a massive stage for women and we need to talk about it more you know it can go for like a decade Stop I mean, reading about it. You know, <laughs> I did all the work, and that created oh, more in my mind. Yeah. And I, how am I going to be able to work? And another woman said to me something like, "She it was like she'd lost a whole year of her professional life." And now yeah. I went, "Well, that's a long time." But some women, it just you know continues. Other women, you know, one of my best friends said she barely noticed. <laughs> so I was like, Ooh. "But that's yeah. how life is," you know. Yeah, Jack. You, Jackie but, didn't have. No huge implications, did you? Not really. She's gone through hers. She's done. <laughs> well, apparently that's what they say. But then I spoke to a friend. Um, oh, this is a few months back, and I said, "Oh yeah, you know, I was, I was um, bragging that you know I haven't had a period for a year, and oh, I feel you know I'm, I'm pretty good, and blah blah blah." And she was like, "Oh." no, well, you wait because you might get your period again. And I was like, what? No way. And I <laughs> kid you not, the week later, I got my period. So I messaged her. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm so mean? happy. Oh, my God, I'm so happy that but you're I back got with one of us. I only got it once and then it went back and now I haven't had it again. Yeah, now, like, look, I guess for me, and I was thinking about it the other day, I thought all of that brain fog and all of that stuff, I've actually been like that for a long, long time, <laughs> not just from menopause, but just, uh, I don't know, I think maybe there's some element of ADHD or something going on with our family. But I, you know, would walk into a room and just be staring or even when I'm working and just sort of, and I said to Callie the other day, I, I have to do one thing at a time. So I'm doing this now and that's fine. I'm focused here and doing that. And then when I'm doing kids, then I'm doing kids and I'm just focused now. And it's taken me 48 years well, 20 years because my oldest is 22, to figure this out that you just have to like, well, I do anyway, I just have to box everything up. And so with that brain fog, then, you know, it's manageable. So I guess like I'm, I've sort of learned to manage, but but I'm also taking, I'm not taking what you're taking, Jen, but I went and saw a naturopath about maybe six months ago and she gave yeah. me all this herbal stuff and, yeah, it was disgusting and horrible. And I, and I saw her, I think, three times. And so now I, I like I've, I take so many vitamins a day. My daughter and I the other day, my daughter is similar to yours, but she's only 22 and she doesn't like taking the pill and all of that sort of medication either. So we, we sort of go down that natural route. But she's like, for natural people, we take a lot of pills. <laughs> the vitamins, I take echinacea as much as I can. Um, yeah. The guy has lot of trouble before my hysterectomy where I was on iron every day for like 10 years I was almost anemic most of the time so I take multivitamins now I'm on vitamin D so it's just I line them up at night yeah yeah do you know what I take for my sleep now um I mean I've told Jack about it I've been taking for a few months lavender tablets oh right yes and they do it's like instead of spraying my pillow, which I can't stand the smell of lavender. So the only side effect is um, you do burp up the flavour of lavender and it's like, oh, hang on a minute. No, that's right. It's going to let me sleep. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm going to get some sleep tonight. But um, 
It's and funny what? how um, we have just taken on ourselves to get out there and find out what works for us because we're getting so many different messages from different women because we're all different, but the professionals, there's no clear message about menopause. And just tell us, tell us it's going to take us by surprise and make us cry and make us wonder where the hell our hot body went because it just disappears. And when you look in the mirror and your boobs are four times the size that they used to be, just tell us. I just think we need to, I'm, I've been, Jackie and I have been talking and we've been talking, we think we need to have an event in Geelong about this. Get yeah. it out there. Get the message out there and just let women come up and just talk about their experiences. What have you found? What do you reckon, Jen? Do you reckon we you, come and talk? What have you found, Jen? Like, because you, you would talk to, like, I suppose, you know, people that, women that are working as well. And you did say that, that you've spoken to quite a few. And how you're like, just couldn't believe that. Why is nobody? Why is nobody talking about this? Why is this not a conversation? Why is this not a a topic? Like you know, I mean, now I guess like ten years ago, we weren't talking about mental health the way that we're talking about it today. And so, I would like to think that in ten years, hopefully not that long, <laughs> that that this is something that you know gets spoken about as well. And because it's an issue, you know, like a period and then menopause, and it's like you know, men don't want to talk about that stuff. Like how do you how do we make it mainstream? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I'd I'd take the view that this is from a feminist perspective. <laughs> that look, I just think we've always been really reticent to talk about women's bodies. Full stop. You know, and and there's a big history of you know literature about women um, not meant to talk about these things because you know we're meant to feel potentially I don't know ashamed. I don't know. Uh, there's a there's a body of work that talks about um you know women's bodies not being i suppose put on the same level as men's bodies in health so when you look at the history of medical research tests and and all of the research is on a male body so there's there's things that i've looked at for years before this even happened to say well why are things like and i know my husband will be better versed than i am when um there's a heart attack issue. So say you've got a heart problem, all the medical research is basically tailored to a male's body and women react really differently in mm. terms of the way they have a heart attack. So often women go undiagnosed or, you know, unfortunately might pass because this, the signals are very different to men than women. So I think yeah. it's number one, how do we get more money for medical research into women's that say health issues, just like, you know, with endometriosis, there was that really big campaign a few years ago and the federal government's put some money in, but you look at the level of money, it's not still that much, but at least mm. they're having a conversation. That happened when I was going through my hysterectomy. So I was like, you know, mm. so now I look at it and go, well, my answer is yes, we should talk about it. I can't see any reason why not other than maybe, maybe women feel that it's a sign that they're getting older and they're, they're you know, don't want to talk about it. To me, it's classic midlife. I mean, I'm 51. I don't feel like I'm actually that old mm. and I've got a lot more to come, obviously. So it's not like suddenly I'm thinking I'm a lesser woman because of it. So I, I think we've got to talk about it. It's like even I had a child quite young. I was 20 when I had my first child and I didn't have any friends talk to me about pregnancy, birth, 
So over the years, I've watched all my friends and have babies and I've been really open about my birthing experience, probably to the point where they've gone, thank you. <laughs> but even, you know, breastfeeding, the journeys I've had on breastfeeding and, you know, so I look at it and go, I've been able to really open. I think it's just because I don't see it anything other than it's it's your body. It's an, all these things happen for a reason. You know, why why do we feel so comfortable talking about cancer and not menopause? You know, it's it's that menopause is actually a natural part of growing older so i would say a few things one yes we need to talk to the the you know the government around the research into women's health full stop mm. and actually put more money into it we also need to have a conversation with our community so the question is would i be involved in an event yes i don't mind at all mm. I'm not sure who else um i haven't actually asked anyone would they talk about it publicly but privately they've spoken to me at great length and there probably would be some women who would be prepared to talk about it but it's about i just wondered jenny we planned so potentially like quarterly events I call it an event because that's what I do is events but like quarterly I don't know afternoons on a Saturday afternoon and, and we have it like at one uh, deck in one ponds estate and it's women that just we get to talk to each other and you know and Perry wise women would you know it would come under our banner but it's amazing how many people respond to our Facebook page right you know, with certain topics and or will private message and sort of share some of their stories. I just wonder because so many, well, yeah, so much of the Geelong business community is led by amazing middle-aged women. You know, all like the three of us are all in business in Geelong in complete different areas. But I don't know. I just think there's the main thing there. is, Cal, I think like that's that would be great. For one, who I haven't got time for that already. I already know mm. I wouldn't be able to commit. But it's not about us all getting together and talking about it. It's about bringing in the outsiders that don't talk about it because you're always going to be mm. the people that talk about it, like Jen, who's open, and I've always been like that as well, quite open and, you know, like honest with, with how I'm feeling or whatever's happening with my body. But some women don't, and... I think, and again, it's a little bit feminist, but it's the guys that need to figure it out because who's who's making the medicine or the the um, prescription that's not coming? That's not that's not available worldwide. It's a shortage supply worldwide. Mm. Don't tell me that's women that's not making that available. Mm. I bet you it's not. So mm. that's the thing. It's like you know, and I guess in a closing remark because we've sort of got to wrap up, but. Jen, what would you say to our listeners? So you're saying, you know, like we need to get do all these things. What can what can people do that are just, you know, going about their lives and might not have the same connections that that you or Kelly have? Like what, you know, what can just our listeners do to try to like get this conversation moving? Yeah, well, I know Kelly's talking about events. You know, my background's in government relations. So I'd always say contact your local MP. You know, that's mm. the easy anyone can do if one mp got even 10 letters from uh, 10 women in their electorate they will to pay attention mm. i just happen to be one so i think number one you say we're drawing attention to the fact that there is a shortage and this is how is this not being expedited but i think secondly just increase calls for more research and understanding of you know women's health issues so that we're not feeling so isolated when these things happen so i mean media is one obviously but that that mm. was just as I was just talking to um, 
the attitude, the Addy about it. So that's what happened, but as I do <laughs> for everyone. Um, so, uh, but to me, I think that's that's my view. I think that not a lot of people, I don't know, I don't know if most people have ever contacted their MP or even know who they are. Yeah. So federal and state, um, even though it is a federal jurisdiction, a lot of this, to me, that would be the easiest thing to just start the conversation and then hopefully it can move forward. Letters to mm. the editor, all that sort of stuff is the other kind of side of things. But I think yeah. it's just saying, hey, let's have the conversation. Fabulous. That's yeah, so I do think, I just want to say again, that, so I, but I do think it's important that women, that we learn that it's okay to talk about it, like with an event or no event, that we understand that it's okay to talk about it and be different about it. Mm. And I think it's happening. It is happening, like sort of on socials and all that sort of stuff. Slowly, yeah. And it's yeah. it's the people that can talk about things, mm. you know. But yeah, no. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been really interesting to mm. hear somebody else's take, and and also just the the proactive um, nature that you've had. Like, of you know, you can't get that, so then now you're taking that, but then you've still got the script. So then maybe next time we might talk to you, you might be say, "Well, I decided, you know what? I'm gonna- so, far, so good. So far, so good. I've still got symptoms, but if I sleep, I've learned how to deal with it. As a lot of women do, you just learn to adapt. And I just know when I feel certain things happen in my body, I'm like, okay, take your time. Yeah, breathe deeply. Don't drink as much coffee. You know, all the things just to try and keep your body nice and balanced. And um, yeah, we'll see how I go. Give me another month or two. (laughs) Fantastic. Thanks so much. Ciao, Perrys. Thank you for listening to the Perry Wise Women podcast. Jackie and Kelly would love for you to join their collection. Go to their Facebook page, Perry Wise Women, and join the group. Let them know who you are, what topics you'd like them to discuss, and anything else that's on your mind.